Check out bmfcast.com for all our episodes and links to our social things. And for tons of bonus content, head over to patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BAMFCast, to get to Nami, you have to be one mind, one body, one star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey, BAMFCast. BAMFCast. Hey, episode 468. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all even numbers. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's a shocking number of episodes. Four, six, eight, sequential even numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Hey, full, full, we're here back at full strength. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, you know what we do each and every episode of this year of Amcast? Yes. I know you do, but I'm going to oh. tell them just in oh. case they don't know. Uh, we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie, and we come in here and talk about it for the first half. I knew that. And you know what? We rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks them. Robot jokes. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yes. The fancy. Every, very much so. Robot jokes. Robot jokes. <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves that movie. It's the best. But hold up. There are bad, bad movies. As they stay away, there are. they get in uh, one to five bags in a negative sliding scale. <laughs> I just want to try that again. They get, uh, but, uh, I don't know. We've only done this 468 times. But hold up, there are bad, bad movies. And stay away, they get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags isn't giant bags of trash. Ah. Bags of trash. Bags of trash. <laughs> <laughs> Once named after Twilight. <laughs> Not no longer. Because <laughs> that shit is irrelevant. <laughs> Did you roll an L? I don't know. <laughs> Sure, why yeah, not? Yeah, it was a double L, you know, yeah. L-Y-A. Rolled something else before we started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh. Yeah. Oh, uh, fuck. What did we watch? Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> we did uh, we're doing Force Majeure because yeah. we're stupid. <laughs> we watched Maximum Force. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> I-, I can't roll my R's, so I'm out of this. Uh. Uh. Yeah, it's from 1992. Maximum Force. I mean, 1990. <laughs> there you go. There it is. Uh, let's read a very quick plot summary for this thing and talk more about it. Three determined cops are recruited to take down a notorious crime lord. <laughs> crime lord. Crime lord. There you go. Yeah. Maximum force. C. Sure. Maximum force. <laughs> Force majeure. Major. Major. Now we just I think Earth. I'm learning how to we're roll just, my R's from yeah, screwing around yeah, like we're just, we're just, just watch Earth the Kit. Just, I think we're just, right now we're just trying to punish Chuck into submission. We're just like, we're just like Chuck, you're never going to get to speak because that's, you're just going to start laughing. because Chuck has a bronchitis. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> we literally chased him out of the room. <laughs> he threw down his headphones and left. Wow. Come back here. <laughs> I think so. Right now. <laughs> Sit in your chair. <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> what the fuck has happened here? Uh, huh. Chuck's going to go uh, die. Yeah. Chuck's just died in the other room. Don't worry. Um, so Chuck just, is actually sick, so please yeah, pardon any yeah. coughs or... Interruptions. Uh, nah, who's who's got the uh, murderer's row of who's in this movie? Oh, I believe I can, Mackie does. Yeah. I can tell you that. All right. Uh, Maximum Force from 1992. Mm-hmm. Yes. Directed by 
Joseph Mehri, <laughs> who also directed Rage, which is, I believe, a five unanimous five jocks movie. Yes. Rage yeah. that had Gary Daniels. <laughs> uh, stars Sam Jones of One Man Force and BMF Extra Jane in the Lost City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sherry Drones from King of the Kickboxers, another unanimous five jocks movie, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, John Saxon from The Final Alliance. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's known for. He has not been in another that's Bamcast movie. That's weird to me. Yeah, I could. I swear to God, he's been in something else. Enter the Dragon. Wow. Oh. No, but I mean, like yeah, that yeah. we've done for the damn show. That <laughs> for the damn show. This- that man was a Nightmare on Elm Street. All right. Yes. God damn it. All right. Uh, also, <laughs> Sonny Landum of Action Jackson, and Bamcast favorite Richard Lynch. Of Invasion USA, The Barbarians, One Man Force, and Invasion Force. The man forces his way into movies. Eh? It's It's been a while since we've done a, a Dick Lynch movie, hasn't it? Yeah, like it really that, has. other, I mean, despite having force in it, it's that was a long time long. ago. Yeah. 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 But yes, he, in case you hadn't guessed, he plays the bad guy. Mm. What? Wow. Richard Lynch. What a surprise. Playing against type, playing the bad guy. Crazy. It's crazy. So... Yeah, where did this movie start? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Rusty 2 is hanging out on a roof of a parking garage. What's his face? The beardy cop is uh, Rusty from European Vacation. Rusty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not, to, not to be confused with Audrey 2. Not no. from Little Shop of Horrors, but... His name is Rick Carver. Yeah. You're getting better. Keep going. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> At the I'm end of this trying. episode, you'll <laughs> get it. A.K.A. Jason Lively. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's hanging out, uh, like doing surveillance. It's it's weird because he's got this little periscope thing, and he's watching a, a, a gun deal going down. He's got periscope binoculars, but he does not use them. No, he has like, actual binoculars where he's just poking his head up and and listen. Like, but he does have headphones on, and he's listening with a parabolic mic and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And he's narrating the whole fucking thing to nobody because it's just mm-hmm. headphones. He doesn't have anyone on the radio. Yeah, it is he's, weird. He's talking yeah, it out he for is. no reason. Yeah, maybe he's talking into a microphone that is recording it for later. Maybe. Or he's a crazy person. I probably a crazy. I think person. it's more that. I think yeah. he doesn't get out much. But yeah, he's just like, ooh, Mac Ten. I like those. And yeah, look at that. This heat seeking blah, blah. And then this homeless guy, homeless guy, is just like comes along, like, hey, buddy, what you doing? You doing some surveillance? I could use some change. And he's like, get and, out of here. And the homeless guy starts naming off the the things he has well, in very after, specific after, detail. After he gets them spotted, because the guy's just like, hey, change and stuff. And he's like, dude, get the fuck, here's some change. Like, get the fuck out of here. Get out. And then, of course, they spot him. And like, instead of just like doing what you would think they would do based on the scene, they, they do they ever fire a shot at him from there? I don't think they do. They, they do not. not from they, there. No, yeah. they just pack they, up all their shit and drive they off. They call on the helicopter because like the dude's standing there with a rocket launcher. And you're like, oh, well, this guy's about to get rocket launcher. No, they no, just call no. it a helicopter that. Uh, doesn't know how to lead the target and misses him a whole bunch. And then well, he murders the homeless guy. He does murder the homeless guy. Yeah. They, they got Cause, him because he's hiding in the van or he's trying to put his equipment in the van. And that's when the homeless guy's like, ah, you got parabolic, Mike, and you get the VCR and, you know, <laughs> and then the helicopter flies up and is just like, that must be him. Blah, blah, blah. And then Jason Lively just decide. I don't know why he gets out of the van. No, because the helicopter seemed content to just like kill that dude. But. He gets out and then runs down this bridge. Yeah, as he gets shot at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what homeless guy is gonna like no, name off all this clip equipment and then go like, you got quite the clandestine thing going on here? And it's like, dude, if you have that vocabulary, get a fucking job. Yeah, like Jesus, obviously yeah. you're in Nam. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, skills. So that guy gets murdered and then he gets a home. 
in heaven. And uh, <laughs> yeah. um, yes. and then, yeah, he just runs and the helicopter misses him a lot. And he just kind of dives down at a bankman and is like, ha, and shoots at him like three times. because He's got one of those like combo. Ro- uh, it's an M16 with, with the a grenade, grenade launcher. Yeah. yeah. And he takes like a couple shots with that. And then it's just like, Foomp, and just, you know, of course, perfect fireballs the helicopter. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we get our title card. Good <laughs> explosion. Yep. Yeah. It cuts to night cityscape and then maximum force flies out of this. Yeah. towards the audience. And once again, we're in L.A. And once again, I must ask, is there some sort of secret theme quarter that no one is telling me that we're doing like L.A. year? No. No? no. Okay. It just so happens oh, that... That's the German uh, shoes. <laughs> L.A. year. L.A. year. LA year. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, uh, it just so happens that a lot of shitty B-movies in the 80s and 90s were filmed in L.A. Yeah, it's, okay. it was I don't convenient. Trust you guys, but... It was, yes. Yeah, it was like... before L.A. priced themselves out of the market. Yeah, let's just go down the street and make this movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, and then we cut to Sam Jones bribing a bouncer guy, I guess. Some some dirtbag. Well, this is closet. all intercut with Richard Lynch having a oh, meeting. right, yeah, yeah. Just the longest meeting ever because they keep cutting back and forth to that. But then, yeah, Sam Jones just bribing a bouncer to get into a place that... From the sounds, you're like, well, this is a strip club, obviously, because people are hooting and hollering in there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you but, know, but he's like bargaining with him. He's like, look, I know you're a cop. It's like, you know, leave your gun and badge and I'll let you in for an hour. And he's like, yeah, I'm not giving you my gun. He's like, how about a hundred bucks? And he's like, fine, you can keep the gun. But give me, he says, give me the clip. You know, <laughs> rookie mistake, yeah. bouncer man. <laughs> Five bags um, immediately. <laughs> But yeah, and then so he's just like finally agrees. He hands him the magazine and mm-hmm. goes inside. And it's a, uh, it's the same thing we get in a lot of these movies where it's a Fight Club club, but there's like people in there that don't look like they should be in there. Like, like it's a, a grandma. Of, like it's a bunch of fancy dressed old people. Like they're at a fundraiser for some bullshit. Yes, but also punks. Yeah, and also punks. It's just whatever affluent, whatever costume you're wearing, you get to go to the underground Fight Club, which is yeah. above ground and on stage. Underground fights, they transcend all class and race. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Everyone is a part of the underground fights. But this is all kind of weird because we this was kind of an extended bribing and negotiating sequence to get in here. And then like two seconds in, I don't remember the dude's name, but he's been in a shit ton of our movies. The fat, oh, the fat guy. Yeah, the fat guy. Um, it's just like his goons are like, hey, you're, you're a cop. Like, you shouldn't be in here. It's like, hey, pig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 just weird because like he, he's not in there for... But three seconds. Well, this like, guy hey. immediately gave him up. Yeah. He kept the hundred dollars. Right. Yeah. But then, yeah, they. they and the magazine. They <laughs> they go to try to, um you know, beat him up. And eventually, like, they later in the movie describe him as a martial arts expert. I mean, that's how John Saxon uh, identifies him. But this is the this is the point in the movie right off the bat where it's like, dude, you can put your hands up and at least attempt to block a punch or kick. And yeah, he, no, he, he absorbs every blow. Yeah. yeah. It's like. This guy I'll, really does get the shit kicked out of him. He's, yeah. he's basically, like, I'll tire them out. Right. It's, it's the Rocky Four theory of just like, just beat the shit out of me. And then yeah. finally you run out of gas. Yeah, but he ends, he ends up like getting kicked onto the stage where the fighting was happening. During the fighting. Yeah. And then, like, of course, of, both fighter men are like, like hey. hey, get out of here. Punch, kick. It's all in the mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's just, it's weird because it's like a fight in the crowd that some people start to notice and get interested in. And then when it gets up on stage, people just start doing side bets. They're just like, yeah, money on that guy. Cause I don't know. He was not on the stage before. And like, now he is again, because this is always a strange phenomenon to me is if you're at like some sort of fighting event, you know, especially like an underground one like this and a fight breaks out in the cl- crowd. Don't look that shocked. Yeah. Like people act like, 
Oh, look at that. It's, it's a fight. Yeah, oh, it's my like, God. It's like, yeah. What, like, what the fuck were you just watching? Like this unsanctioned murder <laughs> fest five feet away from you is okay, but yeah. two patrons of your club start fighting, and it's right. like, oh, heavens to Betsy. Yeah. I did not pay good money for this, good yeah. sir. But eventually, he, he produces another magazine from his sock. Of course. Um, and just fires it in the air. There's a, there's a lot of shooting into the air and ceilings in this movie. Yeah. And um, he tells them all to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and then... It kind of cuts away from Yeah, that. I don't think it like, even... Like, what the hell he was doing there? I don't know. Don't know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just riling up shit. I think this is also intercut with Lady Cop. Yeah, well, because we've been listening to like Richard Lewis talk about like what it all, what all the crime he's into, and it's uh, it's drugs and guns and this and that. And he's like, and then whores. Uh Everybody likes whores. And it's like we cut to the street for like, do you know what a whore looks like? Here they are. And eventually, it's like it's just you know it's a whore montage, and then we land on one who's like finally gets some speaking lines and stuff, and then it's like. Some guy's like, hey, you're looking pretty good. And eventually she identifies herself as a cop because bigger well, bigger fish to fry. Like the he sees she sees. OK, she goes over to this guy and this guy's like, how much for all three of us? And and she's like, what? And he produces like a blow up doll. And I really thought this was going to go the other way. I thought he was going to be the cop. He'd be like, how much for you and me and my badge? Right. But no, he's just like, and my friend yeah. is a, you know, the generic 80s blow up doll. Yeah. But she like turns around and sees the person that she wants to talk to. So she starts to leave that. She's like, get out of here, buddy. I'm a cop. And he's just like, what? You're huh? And then she's like, shut the hell up. I'm handcuffing you to your steering wheel, which is dumb. You can just drive away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is literally happening, happening five feet from the dude she's targeting for whatever this investigation is. Yeah. yeah. So she leaves this guy and turns around and goes over to that guy who's Sonny Lanham, who's uh, Billy from Predator. And oh, yeah. Um, and it's just like, so he's like, hey, lady, you you look good, but this is my street and I don't know you. And she's like, well, get to know me or something. And he's like, yeah, I got to sample the merchandise. And then she's like, I thought Tanabe samples all the merchandise. And he, he gets all wild eyed, like the hell? How do you know that? And then the guy in the car is just like, hey, she's a cop. <laughs> and he's like, what? And then kickboxing breaks out during this, mm-hmm. like just suddenly the pimp sidekicks get all kickboxery and she kickboxes them back and uh, he goes, he gets shot through a window. Yeah, he pulls a gun on yeah, her, yeah. but she pulls a gun on him and blows him away. Yeah, yeah. bullet defenestrates him through a window. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then another guy thinks he's going to do something and she's like, go ahead on. Come on. Yeah. So, uh, so that's kind of it. We, we it, without knowing it, we've met our three main characters. Right. And, in, in, you know, that are unrelated. And the villain. Uh, and the villain. Yeah. Which... So Richard Lynch is a well-to-do businessman, obviously, with crimes, uh, mm-hmm. but he has a vague German accent that comes in and out. Mm-hmm. It's mostly just a V instead of a yeah. W. And also a Japanese last name. Right? Yep. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand where this guy came from or what his accent is or what his haircut is supposed to be. There's a lot about uh, Yeah, because the movie Tanabe later... That is confusing. <laughs> The movie later makes it sound like he grew up on the streets and rose to power, but it's like eventually you're gonna lose that accent. There's there's a couple casting problems in that regard sure. because there's another one later that we'll get to that right. I think is like makes when you think about it, it's like mm, no, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. So they all get mysterious. Uh, like they all go home and like oh cops life, uh, you know, and like they all start getting mysterious notes and or faxes. Like so techie guys and his like pest control surveillance van he gets a cellular fax and it uh-huh. says like you know meet here 
Um, I don't remember how she got handed it. She got a voicemail message oh, on her answering machine. Yeah. And uh, I, I think it's just Sam Jones. We don't know how. No, he, no. He, his was like tucked in his locker because he was oh, that's like, right. yeah, he's just like standing there like and he just pulls out a note. Yeah. Like, and it's mm-hmm. all basically like if you want to if you want to get to Nabe, Richard Lynch, then come to this place at midnight, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So they all wander in and they don't I don't think they see each other even. It's well, they see movement and they all like pull guns. Right. Yes. Well, th- th- that's the that's one of the things is like this is this movie is. Mostly, mostly takes place at night, mm-hmm. but they do that like that overly blue lighting you get for in day for night stuff. Except I think they actually are shooting at night, so it's really weird. I, they're using a blue gel or right. a blue light to yeah. light these scenes, so it's like we see everything and we can. But I, I think in the movie they're not supposed to see each other. They're all just kind of like yeah. in different parts of this warehouse. Yes, and then John Saxon pops out, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's only Lady Cop is like, hey, it's Captain So and So or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. And they're all like, oh, and they put their guns down. And he's just like, you know why I brought you here? It's like, like, no. What do, you all, what do you all have in he common? He then tells them about the Avengers yes, initiative. Yes. Yeah. You're all the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You all have different reasons you want to get this guy. But he the only gives re- everyone's backstory about yep. why they hate Richard Lynch. Um, and then, you know, give like they've all you've all been suspended for trying to kill Richard Lynch. Didn't work out for you, did it? So obviously you can't get him one on one. Now you're going to be a team. A maximum force, if you will. It's, it's like yeah. what he should have said. Oh. If if three people who are bad at their job <laughs> it's just all get together, mm-hmm. obviously they'll be able to pull it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at first they're all like, hell no, fuck this. And then John Saxon's like, come on. And they're like, yeah, you make a good point. All right, let's do this. Let's get him. And he, his story is basically, I grew up as a beat cop wanting this guy and I could never get him. And I don't want another beat cop to grow up and not get him, which, no. Uh, he's not an immortal. This is an Highlander. He might uh, be. No, apparently no, not. No. <laughs> According to the end of the film, no. Um, so anyway, he just kind of lays that on him, and they're like, yeah, good point. Let's do it. Let's be a team. And he's mm-hmm. like, you're going to eat together. You're going to shit together. And no one questions that. We also don't know if they shit together or not. No, we never Yeah, see we that. never get to see no, them shit no together. Yeah. Uh, but they're in like this shitty warehouse, and he's just like, you live here now. Well, and there's literally nothing in this warehouse. No. And he's just like, become a team. See you later. Yeah. And then we get a becoming a team montage, sort of. I but mean, it's, it's not, it's not really. a montage. It's just it's like it's, it's just doing fi- stuff. It's 15 minutes of the movie of them just both the dudes hit on her mm-hmm. to which she tells both of them. I don't date cops. Mm-hmm. Sam Jones really doesn't take that message particularly he, well. He takes that by then trying to kiss her and she just walks away and he remains frozen and almost kissing pose, which is kind of funny. Uh, but like Rusty Griswold is, is building his bombs and shit and he's got playing he, with RC cars. Yeah, he's got RC cars yeah. and shit. And lots of guns. Sam Jones is just kind of wandering around. He's installing a, a, a punching bag. No, he's not installing a punching bag. Well, yeah, what he is doing <laughs> is he's sitting <laughs> With a board across his lap with a bunch of screws half screwed into it. Yeah. And is, I guess, trying to accidentally run a screw through his genitals, but. It might have helped. Yeah. There's like, and they never show the actual equipment being hung in the no, um, in the warehouse. That. They just show close-ups of it. Yeah. It's, it's really weird. They spent about $4 on this, uh, on this warehouse. Yeah, I mean, it's we can mostly skip ahead because it's just it's just them getting to know each other. The only thing that eventually comes that's of any kind of note is Rusty Griswold walks in. You know, 
among their many times of attempting to hit on the lady cop, he comes in eventually. I think it's well, it's right after Sam Jones hits on her and she gets the I don't date cops thing. So she's already kind of. It's ex- almost like as she's leaving the yeah. room, he, well, she gets accosted and yeah. asked again. And well, his, his, first, his opening line is like, hey, I want you to take this and I want you to shoot me. And he's trying to hand her a gun. And she's like, what? And he's like, I got a new bulletproof vest that I, that I made. And I, I wanna, made it. It's homemade. And, I want and, you to try and, it out. And I want to try it out. And she's like, I'm not going to shoot you. And he's like, well, if you won't shoot me, will you date me? Ha <laughs> ha. Finger guns. And then like, she's she's like, like, fuck no, I'm, I don't date cops. And he's like, okay, fine. Well, shoot me. The, then. the least you can do is shoot me. She's like, fine, but yeah. I'm not going to use that little 38. You've got, I'm going to take your 44 Magnum. You goddamn hand cannon. Yeah. So and, he's like, all right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. That sounds great. Let's do this. And then, then he's like, wait, hold on. How's your marksmanship? Shoot at the vest, not the head or the... And she just murders him, basically. Mm-hmm. He goes down and she's like, uh, what? <laughs> just runs over to him. He's like, oh, no. Starts to give him mouth to mouth. And then he does the thing, of course, like, ah, fake it. Now we're making out. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. And that's when Sam Jones... Sam Jones doesn't walk in after the gunshot. He walks in after just being called like, I shot him. Come help. And... He just walks over to like the pile of body that's in the center of the room. He's just like, what the hell's happening here? Yeah. And that's when John Saxon walks out of the shadows again. Yeah. Because they're all just kind of vaguely arguing and tussling. And then John Saxon just emerges out of the shadows like, this is not what I told you to do. He's like, oh, yeah, this is really you just grab it. He doesn't say grab assing. He should have said grab assing. But yeah. um, But it's like, that's what I said. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like, you didn't tell him to do anything. Yeah, you just said, like, make yourselves at home and I'll, I'll be back. And they did that. Yeah. Didn't he say become a team something or something? Like that, sure. Well, yeah, they were having a laugh. And they're like, and bonding yeah, we're, we're and well, just like, as well, Sam Jones points out, he's like, well, you wanted us to hang out in this shitty place. The least we could do is have a few laughs. What the fuck do you want us to do? He's like, I want you to get Tanabe. And he's like, well, we're ready. Let's go get him. And they're yeah. like, oh, he's like, oh, are you ready? And then he's like, he just somehow makes the lights go off. Turns out the lights. Turns out the lights and then has two flashlights and has like his own little mini disco rave with flashlights. Uh-huh. But Chuck out of then, fucking nowhere just goes like, as soon as he flips on the light, Chuck goes, oh, ninjas. <laughs> and we're all like, yeah, right. Because it's the stupidest thing that could happen. Yeah. Yep. And then he whips out and flashlights then, and then suddenly ninjas suddenly start ninjas, whipping yeah. their ass. And, uh. Yeah. Um, and they all get backed up back to back to back, basically. Yeah. And including like Rusty finally like trust falling onto Sam Jones and until they're in a pile. And he's like, I told you you weren't ready. And he's yeah. like, oh, by the way, these are just some ninjas. And he introduces them all. They all get names. Yeah. These and are the like, ninjas I know. I know. These are the ninjas I know. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, I use these guys from time to time, which is again funny because I just said, oh, yeah, they called Ren a ninja. And then he's just like, I call yeah, these, I had, call these guys when I need to fucking ninjas. ninjas. And it's like, they're, they're four dudes from the force who just ninja in their part time. <laughs> and it's like, why isn't this the maximum force? They're fucking yeah. ninjas. They're coordinated. They're ready to go. They're and they team. beat the shit Listen, out of your three assholes that you hired. They're only part-time ninjas. Mm-hmm. You need full-time ninjas. Well, if you're part-time send these them ninjas after, over to Richard Lynch's house. maximum force. Pay them to be full-time ninjas. Yeah. Give them benefits. No, then you got to deal with benefit. No, yeah, give them a 401. Look, if they kill Tanabe, they deserve a 401k. They can work 39 hours a week. Ninjas get a 401 kill. <laughs> yes. That's how it works. Yep. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. The ninjas also have those weird, like, glow stick ninja weapons. Yeah. I want those glow stick ninja weapons. Which, well, I think it was just batons. Like, the guy I guess, had, like, and they're just being yeah. lit up by John Saxon's fucking rave lights. <laughs> I, I don't care. I want them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but then they're just like, all right. And, 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 like, they get their asses kicked, and then he's like, all right, I think you are ready. Yeah. And it's like, what? <laughs> but, like, apparently ready means, like, go out and start causing some shit to get his attention to start going and busting all of his like profit margins. Right. You know? Again, yeah. none of this is spoken out loud. We no. have to kind of pick up on this because 
They lit- like Sam Jones literally goes back to the karate bar. Yeah, well, they have like they have the prostitutes lined up, and you know, and then yeah, he goes back to the karate bar, which no one's there this time. Yeah, except, except the fat man and ever they're just counting money. Right, and he Ken just goes Davidian. over. Yeah, it's Count de Monet. <laughs> no, his name's Ken Davidian. <laughs> and Sam Jones goes over to them and just steals all the money. Mm-hmm. And the, when the dude starts to object, he just punches him in the face with a gun. Yep. Yeah, and they just like Teltanabe crew said hi. Yeah. And because like the dude th- throws money at him, it's like here, take this and get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Nah, that's all right. I'm gonna take all this money." And he just scoops all of it into a bag. And he's like, "Dude, do you know what you're doing? Hey, stop it!" And he stands up to protest and gets punched with gun. And then the smaller guy, halfway, pretends to stand up like he's gonna do that. Sam Jones is just like, "What are you doing? <laughs> Sit down." Yeah, um, I'm Flash Gordon. You don't yeah. want to do that. Guy. Yeah, it's like you just saw what I did. So yeah, yeah. that happens. They they bother all the horrors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go across a guy who I, they just, it's, well, it's the guy he was bribing in the, yeah. the, the bouncer dude from the club. he had the big scar on yeah. his That's face. right. Okay. Yeah. It was the same guy. Okay. And, um, yeah, they just, they, they go, they roll up in their, in their exterminator van. Um, and then just like, Hey guy, you're going to tell us everything about him. And, and he tosses him like a hundred bucks. He's like, yeah, you know, that, see that burger place over there. He's got like half of the business of that. And he's got a taco place down in, he's got IBM Cena. stock and yeah. they're like, stop jerking us around. It's a simple question. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, eventually, like, he's he's trying to play it cool, and eventually just like, oh, yeah, you're not going to tell us what we want to know. Handcuff, take him to the side of the van, handcuff him to the overly large 80s van rearview mirror thing, mm-hmm. and get in the car and start slowly driving and then drive faster. Um, and, and the one thing I appreciate about this is, like, they're just taunting this guy by, you know, basically dragging him alongside this van. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the fact that, like, another cop, like, a regular cop car goes by, sees this and is like, wait, you can't drag a guy with a van and starts, it never comes, like, they never, like, speed up and get alongside him or anything like that. Like, nope, hey, pull they're just over. giving chase, and yeah. that's all they do. Yeah. But I... Yeah, by the time they catch up at the end, the scene just ends. I, I just appreciate that, like, so many movies where they have dumb things like this, they never encounter, like, a, a black and white oh, cop, yeah. you know? No, these just, cops, I mean, are like, whoa, yeah. hold on, you can't be well, doing that. I also wondered about this because John Saxon specifically told them, nobody but me knows about this. Right, right. yeah, how they got out of this, I don't know. I mean, you could probably still show them a badge and be like, we're cops, sure. you don't ask us any questions. Yeah. But the best part of this is that at one point, Sam Jones sees a phone booth on the side of the van where the dude is and he just gets this giddy grin on his face and he's just like well this is happening and he just drives into this phone booth like that a person was using yeah like that person could have died the person he's dragging in his van could have also died jason lively could have been just pelted with glass Mm -hmm. uh there's still a cop car in pursuit of them hot pursuit as they attempt to murder Mm -hmm. this man both in the phone booth and not in the phone booth Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it ends with some stunting, and then it just cuts away. Like I guess they got out of that. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, but now Richard Lynch is pissed. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. Suitably, and uh, is this where they they uh, glad wrap a guy to death? Uh, I think it is like one, one of, of those meetings. meetings. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the meetings where they're like they're like I thought we were buying into your protection, blah blah blah, and then yeah, it, I don't even remember what the speech is. It's it's weird because Richard Lynch literally has a yes man. Yes. Like like what his head his head henchman there is this one shot that they use at least three or four times. Mm-hmm. Um, then they have an alternate take of it where he'll just ask him a question and he goes like, "Yes, sir, Mister Tanabe," and like that's and it just just that's like it. that. And they yeah. cut to that a bunch of times, but then he just gives them a motion. And I I don't know why they picked one dude. I think it was like one dude that wasn't even complaining at the table because he, he had really good hair. Yeah, yeah. 
But they just pick this one guy. And this he, is and, Wayne Newton looking guy. And he does this, like, you know, he does the typical, like, you know, you complain, this is, this is going to happen to you kind yeah. of thing. And, yeah, he just walks up behind with, like, this plastic saran wrap shit and just suffocates this dude at the table and everyone else is like, ooh. Yeah. Well, we didn't we didn't mention like besides the fat dude who I know has been in a bunch of Bamcast movies, um, the dude from Mark for Death yeah. is one of them too, yeah. like the Jamaican guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he is literally just 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 a guy. Yeah, just guys. Like yeah. there's a drug deal early on that he's not paying attention to during another fight scene at the club. Yeah, because yeah, his fighter is winning. Yeah, and Richard yeah. Lynch has his henchman kill his fighter. Yes. Yep. To get his attention. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah so um, John Saxon gets invited into a limo. Where yeah. he is met by the chief of police, played by Mickey Rooney, Hollywood superstar Mickey Rooney. <laughs> I believe you the mean biggest the, star. the number one star in the world. In yes. the world, boom, bang. You hear bam. bam, the world. I do. I, that is exactly what I meant. No disrespect, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So uh, this, this is the other casting that I had. If you think about it, I have a big problem with. Typically speaking, a chief of police was a police officer uh-huh. what police officer would ascend to chief of police being four foot tall <laughs> <laughs> you I, can't tell how tall he is when he's sitting in the limo i met mickey rooney the dude is like four foot tall yeah. you can't tell how tall he, tall he is sitting in the movie magic okay put him on a booster seat <laughs> sit him next to a tiny person <laughs> little lady yeah. Uh, but so he's basically like, hey john saxon how are the kids how's the wife and not married sir he's like yeah that's right uh, anyway, uh, we have a f- mutual friend. You should stop harassing that guy. Mm-hmm. And John Sachs, if like, you know what I mean, you mean this fucker? He does a lot for the police, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like retirements and yeah. And they How is this whole, guy like, paying for? Sorry, <laughs> no, it's fine. But it's like he he does the whole. Well, how are you going to pay for your retirement on just a little lieutenant's pension? Mm-hmm. How about if I give you this money? Yeah, he's just like. What if you took this gift of an envelope? And he's like, mm. the hell is that? And he's like, open it. Admire it. Look, it's pretty. And John Saxon is like, no, and just flings it at him. He pre- Previous to that, he's going on and on about how Tanabe is paying for like the police pensions and paying for the police this and that. How, how does that work? How on earth is it possible for a private citizen to just directly pay money to the to the police going the off. chief of police I, makes it I mean, all I think go you away can i mean can you i'm pretty sure can you i just go down yeah. and like buy them a car if you I had the money won't but sure that's all like the policeman's ball and shit yeah. are they're just i thought that i thought the policeman's ball was the uh like fraternal order of police and shit like that to raise money for yeah. kids baseballs and put shit. it in the, put it in the pension fund. god damn it <laughs> yeah. i'm a, a dapper dan man <laughs> damn ge- geographical odyssey yeah but no i'm pretty sure you can you know contribute to the police anytime you want you know mm. i think they they like that yeah yeah i don't think you even have to do the like hey and you'll yeah, remember yeah, this yeah. later yeah. right yeah, yeah and you can wait. contribute to the police even if you don't want yeah right right just have them kick down your door yes. whatever is and, yours is now yes. theirs <laughs> correct mm-hmm. even if they're in the wrong <laughs> correct yes anyway uh yeah so they let John Saxon out like right mm-hmm. at the most opportune moment, like how the driver knew to stop right, I, I know, right yeah. when John Saxon says, good day, sir. <laughs> All right. <laughs> when he throws the money back in my face, because he's going to do that. Yeah. Stop the car. Yeah. So he gets out and then Mickey Rooney has like a, a rant with his oh, special assistant lady. It, it's, well, she has the rant. She's like, maybe it's not this time. I think it's like the second time we go back because we 
we never see him outside of that car. That's, no. They got him for that. Like nope. they did make him change his clothes, yes. but like you know, that's where he is for this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, his assistant who had like no, I think like basically no lines except for like, you know, did you think he was going to do that or something like that? Yeah. You know, the first time gets this like rant out of nowhere of like, oh, I'm just so sick of you. just comic criminals. Somebody's got to stand up. And it's oh, it's the, it is the most pointless scene in this movie. Yep. I mean, Mickey Rooney just gives a speech of just like. What do you expect? Yeah, I'm that, 70. Yeah. Yeah. He literally says that. I'm 70. All yeah. I can do is have a drink and yeah. then cry myself to sleep on the piles of money that this guy gives me. <laughs> he's like, he's like suddenly giving an Oscar moment yeah. speech. Yeah. It, like, it's, like he's really going for it. And yeah. It's kind of like, Mickey, what are you doing? He was promised an acting moment yeah. as he sat in the back of the yeah, limo. Did you get the rest of the script? I he, mean, he got two free suits out of the deal. Mm. So he's going to, he's going to, hey, you know, good on Mickey Rooney for trying yeah i mean i'll say that i'll say this for everybody in this movie they're all attempting to give a shit like the movie doesn't give anybody much to do but they're all i mean sam jones is doing something i don't know if it's sam jonesing i I mean it's well it's it's that however many years of drugs he did post flash gordon it's it's overly confident character who kind of sucks at everything but still lucks into a good ending yeah basically um but at some point richard lynch has been like He's gotten a file. And it's like, oh, it, it's Sam Jones, huh? Well, yeah, this is a weird detour this, this movie takes, too. This doesn't make sense because, like, the scene is, like, him getting information about this guy and asking his henchmen, like, you know, how do we get him? It's weird because he seems like he has, a, he has a murder bonus specifically for Sam Jones, not the other people. He's just like, it's Cruz. I want him to suffer. Well, and he's like, Cruz did the most damage. He stole all his money. Sure, I guess. Um, but it makes it seem like there was some other past thing, like. I don't know. Yeah. I think they did say like he did try to kill him at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But directly it was after he killed his partner. Yeah. And- but yeah, he's just like, I want him to suffer. You know, he has an ex-wife and a kid. Go after them. And Which- cut, cut to we see that happening, you know, like them just hanging out, you know, in a house and then like gun flashes. And then Sam Jones is like, huh, you know, like he's had the, you know, premonition that, like his ex-wife and kid were murdered. At first, that's what you think. And then he picks up the phone and calls her and is like. I got to bet. I got to. You just got to trust me. You got to get out of the house. Go to like your mother or mother in law's. Yeah, she's, they're fine. She's remarried. Yeah, they're fine. So he dreamed ex- ex- some ex- part of that. He, well, he dreamed like he had some kind of weird premonition, tells her to get out. And then she's she hits the snooze button on that that alert call and probably gets murdered after that. Like, but we never. We I never, don't think so. It never happens. But she's just like, I do trust you. We're going to go there. And then she's like, click. Oh, well, it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm going back to bed. I think that he dreamed that entire scene of Richard Lynch asking about his wife and kid. Sure. Possibly. Because yeah. obviously the, the killing scene didn't happen right. because I just. Yeah. I, yeah I, who knows? Because what happens is, is, is so she the the lady cop comes in and she's like, what's all the what's all this ruckus? And Can you describe the ruckus. And he's like, I don't know. Look deep into my mouth. Maybe you'll find it. And they make out on this air mattress, which no way in hell. Uh, well, they do more than make out. Oh, yeah. They uh, they gently touch each other for five minutes, maybe. Yeah, they as do. like They have some skin of maximum force. <laughs> as the brightest blue and yellow lights just pound them as they pound each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. So I get it. Are oh, you talking about boning? Yeah. yeah okay. Coitus. Coitus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> carnal relations yeah so they they finish boning and they're now spooning mm-hmm. and uh rusty runs in and is just like they're here mm-hmm. they're all here yeah, yeah here take these 
put on. These I made you bulletproof vests. Put them on. And I'm sorry for interrupting. Coitus interrupt us. He's like, oh, you guys. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, here, take these vests. Bye. Maybe get dressed and put these vests on. And uh, they're here. We, yeah. we let's do this. And it's basically Richard Lynch's entire crew. Yeah, they're all there. And it's really confusing now because you're like, wait, were they going to kill Sam Jones's wife and kid? I don't know. But we now they're know. now they're all here, and it's like, is this the end game? Like, is this we're doing this? And it's like, yeah, we're doing this. And it's basically, for the most part, uh, Rusty busts out his one remote control and controls six all or seven. Yeah. yeah, he did this earlier. He was like making two cars do tricks with one yeah. remote control. But I mean. But if possible, they were, if unlikely. They, but if possible. they were going this, if they were doing the same thing, synchronized, perhaps. But they are going in like opposite directions. Well, and, yeah, yeah. It's it's possible. It's just. I mean, he is really an electronics difficult. genius. Yes. Maybe it's like that game Brothers, and one yeah. stick one controls stick, one, yeah. and the other yes, stick controls. That that's why it's possible to control yeah. two at once with one controller. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is unlikely. Remember but he, when there was only one controller? <laughs> no. Oh. But he. Uh, he waits for like all of them to walk through the room except two of them, mm-hmm. and then he starts to menace those remaining two. Well, he sends out. He's like, "I got the backup. Don't worry." Yeah, and sends out a remote control cop car, which right. comes out with the woo woo yes. woo, and then like circles around him, and they're just like the fuck. And then he's like, "Now watch this," and hits a button, and you're like, "Okay, here here comes the explosion." He's been talking about the whole time. Yes, but no, it's like it goes. It goes like a, it's almost like a RoboCop voice. It's just like, well, it's him. It's, it's the speech from RoboCop. Yeah, it kind of is. It's like you know out of the ground you or there will be trouble yeah, yeah. and they're like the pause yeah. as well exactly yeah. it's it, yeah. the exact line read from robocop yeah it was just him reading it instead but yeah and then they're just and then it just starts doing loop-de-loops around them and they're like haha and then they start shooting at it and missing somehow despite the fact that it's like literally at it's their just feet. right in front of them just like hey i'm but here he, but he's like he's like doing the yeah. you know the i'm hacking computers really hard face while he's driving his remote control car like mm-hmm. oh it's doing some sweet turns and J turns, Tokyo drifting, and they yeah. basically unload their guns. Yeah, and I thought, okay, I was, I was like, okay, that's his plan. He's gonna get them to run out of bullets. But though no, he circles around, and he's like, your non-compliance has been noted. Goodbye. Yep. <laughs> and then like hits another button, and it finally explodes. And it's like, what? Uh. Yeah. And, and you it, figure like, okay, everyone's gonna get their moments to do stuff. No, no. It's, and instead, it's just him. It's an army murdering of everyone with a remote control car. It just it, it oh, just drives up to a person and then that person gets launched through the room. There yeah. are a lot of explosions behind guys getting air hammered through the air. Yes. Yeah. It's and pretty it's, satisfying, but it is, but also unfortunately you can see the springboard they're yeah. all flying off of. Yeah. Yep. You can see it you know, bouncing up and then lowering back down. Yeah. Except the weird thing is like it's all these RC cars that are not all the same. It's all different ones yeah. blowing people all over the room. And then he has this plane, the one thing he's been fucking around with the entire time. Yeah. This thing buzzes around and like it it actually does the like, you know, T-Rex chasing a guy shot yes. over this dude's shoulder. But he's like running towards all the rest of the dudes and is like, oh, well, he's going to just blow them all up now. Yep. No, that, that one does not murder anyone. No, he just hits explode on that and it, it just, just chases the, the rest of them away. Yeah. He does drive one outside and park it under one of their cars. Yeah. And then I don't know if it's footage shot for this movie, but it's a, a parking it's, lot full of henchman cars explodes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good some, chain reaction. And some dudes get tickets to Burning Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all Richard Lynch now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Sick burn. <laughs> so, God damn it. So <laughs> that's it for all of the henchmen. 
Mm-hmm. Well, uh, most of the henchmen, all the henchmen that were there. Yeah. Right. Well, but the, also the main dude is still there. I guess, right. Or, or coming in. Soon. Because it's also at this point where you're like, how the fuck did they know to go here? Yeah. And it's right at that point that main henchman walks out from behind a pillar with a bloody John Saxon and just kind of pushes him into the it's scene. It's a bloody John Saxon. <laughs> right. You know. Oh, so it's like an Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yep. Mm-hmm. But he shoots him in the back and then proceeds to shoot all three of them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. And then walks away. And you're like, well, that's a odd way to end your movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not over. Um, no. This is when this is when it's the second Mickey, second Mickey Rooney scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where he's just babbling. Which is that's the other thing. It's like besides it being pointless, it's it's at the worst timing you could you could have in this movie. Yeah. But yeah, it's like Sam Jones and Lady Cop wake up and they're like. Huh? What? And oh, the vest. It the saved vest us. It saves us. And they look over and it's like, oh, Rusty, you didn't have a vest. He's like, I wanted you to be safe. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you're happy uh, together. Yeah. I thought you said you didn't date cops. Blech. Yeah. And they're like, oh. Yeah. And then five minutes later, someone's like, maybe we should check on John Saxon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's right over there. Well, he's been he's clinging, still alive he's been clinging to life just yeah. so he could like, I want you to get Denave. Yeah. Do me a favor. Yeah. Get to Navi. If you'd walked over five minutes earlier, I would have said, get me an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So, yeah. Then it's uh, Assault on Richard Lynch Building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the assault begins with a rather large, <laughs> odd Hulk Hogan force dude. Yeah. Well, okay. So Lady had a freak out first before they went like she was like i'm done oh yeah, oh, yeah i'm not and he's I'm like so he's like this. you're done you're not you're, you're just gonna let them die in vain she's like i don't want any more killing we're dying and yeah. uh, crying and he's like okay and is, then, that, is that what you want is that what you want and yeah. apparently and, she and, said no yeah and then, then then it just cut to large guy coming in like via the parking garage yeah, just driving building. through the parking garage just gets out and it's it's this large man who's sort of hulk hogan-esque yes you know? uh, if he was a lumberjack right and yeah, he just like he's towering over all these dudes and just whipping ass. Yeah. And and it's weird because you see him beat ass in the parking garage. And then the next shot is Richard or, or Sam Jones walking into the scene like the next scene. And I'm like, was that him? Like, was he disguised as that guy? And then the lady follows him. And I, I was like, no, it was her. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, what the shit? And and he's like, don't worry. I brought back. Well, he's, he's like, oh, what are you doing here? And. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but, but he's yeah, like, this, he's like, I brought backup. There's yeah. my friend Bear. Bear. Meet Bear. Yeah. And the Bear just grins there like, oh, I can't card. say anything. Yeah. They won't pay me for a speaking role. Yeah. This man was a Danish professional professional wrestler. Mm. I think he may not have spoken English. Ah, that would also explain why he didn't say anything. Okay. Uh, but so Richard Lynch is having another board meeting of Criminal Minds and uh, Sam Jones cuts the power. To the building. Oh, bear cuts the power. That's uh, yes, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> they we, sent again, bear to do it. Because again, like this guy was just standing out there, looking at them blankly, and yeah. you're like, "Does he speak?" And then he just he goes into the electrical slash computer room, right? And just looking around, and we're like, "Punch computer." <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but he does manage to flip the right switches yep. and turns the power off. And immediately, like the the fat dude from the Fight Club, <laughs> just starts freaking out. Yeah. He's well, they also like, mm-hmm. they also set off like for the rest of this movie they set off that annoying klaxon like yeah. sound effect thing. Just yeah. like, meh, meh, meh. well, there was one in the warehouse too, yeah. like right after they finished fucking because Rusty hit it right. like <laughs> emergency alert. Um, but yeah, it's the same alarm. You only get one alarm in L.A. Yeah. Uh, 
alarm. Yeah. So Richard Lynch sends out the rest of his goons who all like hut, 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 single file down a hallway and down some stairs and like bear fight some of them. And you think murders a guy with a backbreaker, but this yeah. guy's just like, nah, and mm-hmm. eventually murders bear. Yeah, it's 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 a real weird shot because he picks this dude up who's like half his size does a backbreaker over his knee and that guy goes completely limp and it's like well that guy's murdered yeah and then it cuts away for half a second and comes back and it's like no that guy's fine and he just murdered bear yep uh okay yeah yeah meanwhile sam jones is alternating between like getting his ass fucking beat by henchman number seven <laughs> or taking out one dude with a stomach punch it, yeah, it's no in between like it's just like he will get his ass fucking beat and then last second go nah enough of this and just punch him in the face or another guy will run by and he'll just stop him and punch him in the stomach and then that dude's out. There is no in between. There's no like fair fight with Sam Jones. It's yeah, either... well, the guy's just wheezing on the ground. <gasps> yeah. Knock the wind out of me. Right. It really takes you out of it, man. Yeah. Uh so the fat dude's like, if the power's not back on in thirty seconds, I'm leaving. And Richard Lynch is like, Hey, come just on, have some fortress, drinks. Man. It's fine. Come on. And then uh I think you finally hear a gunshot. They hear yeah. a gunshot distantly, and they're all like, "Fuck this, we're out of here." We're out of here. And he he makes a phone call to somebody. He's like, "Well, uh, Sam Jones calls him first. He just oh, shows right. up yeah, on the yeah. speakerphone. He's like, hey, fuck face, I'm here. I'm coming for you.' Blah, you know. And then Richard Lynch calls the helicopter pilot. Basically, right. he's like, "Uh, how long to get here? Yeah, I need to leave right we need now. Need a quick exit. Yeah. And then it's just weird. It's like they're done fighting, and suddenly everyone's on the roof. Like, Every, yeah, they all run to the roof. Yeah." And helicopter guy's there, and then lady cop gets up there first, mm-hmm. and somehow, like, she and Richard Lynch start tussling right away. Yeah, they, they pair off. Yeah. Main oh, henchman. that's right. The main henchman is fighting Sam Jones. Right. And then Richard Lynch just, like, basically spins around and stabs her in the gut at kind some of, point. Yeah. Um, but it's weird, because they've, like, they've shown her training, technically doing more, quote-unquote, martial arts than Sam Jones supposedly does. Like, yeah, she's she breaking, breaking boards Yeah, breaking and boards and meditating and all this stuff, where yeah. Sam Jones is, like skipping rope while smoking nonstop and it's yeah, like we didn't talk about the 10 minute training montage yeah. that went through mm-hmm. but it's it's weird because like they whenever it comes to actually fighting they make her useless to fa- despite the fact that they made her look like the most competent yeah level-headed one of them all yeah she but, she gets stabbed in the stomach and is almost thrown over the roof right uh then she's just like okay i'm gonna shoot at the helicopter guy which he's just like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to take off, eh? And <laughs> it's like... He is. But he doesn't, like, leave. He just starts, like, circling, like, 10 feet above, which is weird. I guess it's, like, it's deflecting bullets by just... Sure. You know, turning off the tail Can't rotor and spinning around. Target. I don't yeah. know. But, um... It, Sam yeah. Jones is, he, again, getting his ass beat. Yeah, and then just eventually, like... He's just like, oh, I could block. Yeah. And he blocks a punch or whatever, and then he's like, Well, oh. no, he, he ends up, like, get, somehow, yeah, he blocks the guy and then, like, does a f5 finisher through a glass like sky roof or something yes sorry for the wrestling shit it's just that they're doing a lot of dumb things like that that and the guy falls all the way down yeah. to the food court basically yeah um yeah so that guy is just richard lynch is the only one left yeah and the helicopter comes back and just kind of hovers over where it had landed and richard lynch is just like i'm getting on and for like there's a shot of the helicopter taking off with richard lynch holding on to it and you're like oh god <laughs> Stop the shot. Yeah, it's it's weird. I the, I would, the I would go Lynch three stunts. feet off the ground and that's it. And this helicopter just keeps going. Yeah. Uh, the Richard even though the there's something weird about the background, this the helicoptering stunts still look scary. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, because what happens is well, like like a, like an actual movie with actual humans. He jumps on. He grabs on the skids and is like, "Go!" And they immediately like the guy's like, "Um, all right," and flies immediately off this like thirty story building to which you know now it's nothing but death below you. Yeah. And like, then realizes I don't have the upper body strength to pull myself up onto this thing. He he gets like he almost starts to get one leg up, which as you, you know, do, which you do, but it, it and then he just goes back to hanging out with two hands. Yeah. Why why he why the pilot doesn't fly over like one of the other skyscrapers and just give him a chance? Oh, they, to yeah, they all have helicopter pads on them. We've, yeah, we've seen Independence Day. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but basically, it looks like the helicopter is leaving. Like it is off in the distance, mm-hmm. and you see you see the two of the Sam Jones and the lady. You, yeah, she's like this fallen fox. Ow, ow <laughs> my stomach. He's getting away. Yeah, and he's like suck it up. And uh, no, you, he's not. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you see. His arms start to raise slowly, slowly, and then you realize, oh, he's going to attempt to shoot that helicopter, which mm-hmm. is like a mile away now. <laughs> right. With a yep. handgun. Yes. Not- Towards any number of skyscrapers with lights on and everything. This is LA. <laughs> Whatever. So anyway, like the helicopter for some reason comes back. It does. I again, and just dangles Richard Lynch like, hey, just get him off my helicopter. Again, for people that don't understand i mean i know i make jokes and change it around all the time uh-huh. but it's not deus ex machina it's Chekhov's gun you've shown us a heat-seeking rocket launcher yeah. that was in the possession of the bad guys earlier in the movie right fucking hell like this is the time to just look over and go oh hey yeah. <laughs> there's the basket of guns that they were trailing earlier yes but no for whatever reason just just to make it semi-plausible the helicopter is like doubles back yeah and he's not the marksman no he's not <sighs> nope and he just like does the you know lethal weapon like uh, one good shot and you know aims real good and then just unloads his gun into richard lynch and i guess he he shoots him one time for each major speaking line person that he killed because like yeah bear doesn't get his yeah no no, bear bear doesn't matter um Mm -hmm. but like no like he i think he shoots him two or three times to which you know he falls to his death of course but each like shot he's like having a flash of like oh you murdered this guy this person uh." murdered my friend Rusty Griswold and <laughs> John Saxon. Saxon. And also Bear. Right. But he doesn't bear mentioning. No. But yeah, Richard Lynch just falls through a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's so it's weird. Like, Sam Jones has put his arm around the lady and is like, all right, let's get you to a hospital. And then he just takes her over to the edge of the building and just looks over to make sure Richard Lynch is dead. And then they just kind of stand there. Like the but way he it, said- the way it was framed, I thought for some reason he was going to throw her over. It, like, did, I mean, it did seem it, like, really, like, hey, we're just leading you over the yeah, edge. Yeah, like, just like, he's like, let's get you some medical, <laughs> medical help, but first let's walk towards the edge. It's yeah. like, what are you doing? No loose ends. Yeah. <laughs> but he also, for some reason, says, I'm so proud of you. Yes. I'm so proud of <laughs> you're, you. You're so good, little one. Kiss you on the forehead. You're yeah, just, it's, it's, it's weird. weird. You're sweet, creepy little girl. <laughs> weird. I'm Sam Jones. Yeah, it's weird. And yeah, then it's, it's over. It ends. Does end with a freeze frame, which you know, sure. you know, slight bonus point for that. Yeah, and the credits roll with some weird ass mall calypso music. Yeah. It's it's the oddest it's track strange. to go out on. But whatever, mall calypso. It, it's so weird because like there's a random scene in the movie that uses sexy sax, but then like the sex scene doesn't. It. I don't know. Music. Also, I, also, they had jaunty music when the homeless guy came up in the beginning. Yes. Like, like it goes to like, like fucking clown music. I was going to say, it goes to like a calliope music for yeah. like, doopy doo. I was like, hobo. Uh, I was like, oh, is this guy supposed to be funny? <laughs> hobo the bozo. Is that what the music is telling us? Yeah. 
I also strangely liked that there amongst the uh, the horrors of Hollywood Boulevard, there's a clown on stilts giving balloon animals <laughs> to the kids. Oh, also, it's a Christmas movie. It, yes, it is. There are Christmas yeah. decorations everywhere. Maximum yep. Force is a Christmas movie. It is. Mm. That's right. Hashtag it. Eat your heart out, Shane Black. You didn't write Maximum Force. <laughs> yeah. No, he did not. He no. didn't. He didn't. Uh, yeah, so I guess we rate it because yeah. there's not really any sort of other ancillary things that are worth noting. No. Nope. I'll go. All right. Uh, I'm giving this movie two jocks. I think at its core, this is a decent movie. I think its execution is a bit rough. Uh, and there's two main flaws to this movie. One is that whatever Richard Lynch's dirty dealings are, they're all spoken. He doesn't do a single thing in this entire movie. It's just other people hype manning his evilness. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do shit. That's a terrible bad guy. It's just other people saying, fuck this guy. And it's just him having meetings and going to the kickboxing club. I feel like, yeah, a good bad guy should like murder at least somebody themselves. Yes. Or order the murder of somebody. Well, he did. I mean, he, he did. did. He, he did. a saran wrap guy. Saran wrap. Uh, yeah. Okay. Saran wrap guy but, and lieutenant. Like we I never guess. just see him do a heinous act against someone innocent. We're just told about it. So that's that's bad motivation. That's just someone writing that he's bad and the character never actually does Mm -hmm. anything so that's a big gap in this movie and the other gap in this movie is john saxon putting together the maximum force avengers and then not telling him shit like it's just hang out here Mm -hmm. and maybe you'll become a team and they don't especially because ninjas beat the shit out of them and then it's just like now you're a team and it's like the fuck no they're not because they they Ended up you in have a defensive to lose position before you can win. Yeah, it's so the like the two factors of this: the bad guy who doesn't do anything bad, and the good guy who puts the team together but doesn't give them anything to do. Those two things don't make any sense. But Rusty Griswold was Agent Coulson. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it's got moments. It's it's got things. There's a lot of kickboxing, although eventually that kind of just stops. Mm-hmm. Um. It for one of these, it's fine. It's it's breezy and enjoyable and not terribly offensive. Two jocks. Yeah. Put that on your box. <laughs> there are there are a few offensive things in this. Yes. Mostly Richard, said by Richard Lynch. Richard Lynch for some reason thinks he's in a black exploitation movie. Yeah. He's saying some things that aren't helpful. Especially not in nineteen ninety two. Like I feel like we we crossed the line where it's like Look, even the bad guys don't say this shit anymore. Yeah, I think that's why none of the characters call him out on it, because they're like, dude, what do you, yeah. what year do you think this is <laughs> anyway? Whatever. Uh, I'll go. I guess yeah, I, can echo, I can echo the two jocks. I mean, it's weird, because in, in some respects, I'm, I'm tempted to go higher, and in some, I'm tempted to go lower. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to lie, like, even as weird and gruff and grizzled as he's being there there's something to me about sam jones sam jones is, is an infinitely watchable guy on screen even when he's doing the weird mumble voice he's doing here but he he has a few line reads that he's just like strange inflections and stuff that just keep it interesting sort of yeah. like that lawrence fishburne john wick thing like you know just i'm gonna have fun with the you know i know it was on the page this way but i'm gonna say it weird and see if you like it or not uh-huh. I, I just feel like he's doing that from time to time i don't like how this is shot. That's my main complaint with this. Yeah, there's some motivation issues, like you said, pointing out that the bad guy never actually really... We, we don't see him do anything directly bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I, I hate I hate movies that have insert shots with like a big-name person. Like I, That is one of my biggest pet peeves, is like 
getting some named actor to like stand in a room, sit in a car, something that never interacts with anybody else. You know, like that, that is just lazy and boring and you shouldn't do that. Like it's better not have a star in it than just insert stupid uh, scenes like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's some decent explosions and some of it's kind of funny and fun from time to time. It's just, there's a lot of filmmaking stuff that's, that's wrong with this. Like I hate the dumb blue day for night look expect, except it's night for night. <laughs> like there's so much in there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it washes out so many things. It makes it look dumb. I mean, aside from the, the weird lighting choice, at least everything you can see everything. Yeah. Like this yeah. is a bright eh. movie for, and I don't know if that's just the transfer that's on Amazon, but like the lights, all the lights in this movie pop for some reason. You can see the lights, but there's so much stuff in this movie that's backlit. Yeah. It was starting to like, it was starting to really bother me. Yeah. How I mean, backlit everything was. You don't get a good look at Sam Jones for like no, the first five hours. minutes. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I honestly found it pretty, pretty boring. Like I'm not mad at it. I just. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. I, it just didn't hold my interest. Um, surprisingly i didn't fall asleep during this movie but i did pick up pick up my phone about halfway through and i was like okay well twitter's more interesting than this movie <laughs> um i don't know the the lighting really bothered me um sam jones is fine mm-hmm. i just wish there had been if there had been more to him more that we had done with him instead of trying to split this movie up into into sort of three people um that they spend zero time on, you know, instead of spending like five minutes developing one character, they spent zero minutes developing any. And I know we got a few minutes in the minute in the beginning, but it just an introduction to know. a character is not developing a character. Right. Because right. we're like, OK, who is this? Yeah. Oh, so this is a guy. Uh, he has a beard. With a beard. OK, he's, cool. he does surveillance. What? OK, and now he's being shot. All right. All right. Next. Um <laughs> But it just, I don't know, it feels like it wastes a lot of time on inconsequential stuff and doesn't give us any any character. Some of the fights are okay. The lighting is hideous. I hated it. Um, it was somewhere between orange and yellow and blue the entire movie. And all of it was shining in our faces, I felt like. Um, Richard Lynch was fine. He's always fine. But again, his character, it doesn't have a lot of... You know, it's implied that he does a lot of evil stuff, but we don't see much of his evil. Yeah. Um, like within four minutes of his character showing up in Invasion Force, he is rocket firing <laughs> an entire suburb to death. Right. He's just like, give me that rocket launcher. He's just blowing up a neighborhood. But this, nothing. Yeah. Um, I feel like I was going to say, I was going to give it one bags, but I think I'm going to give it two bags. Because talking about it made me realize how little i liked it okay um that's what talking it through is supposed yeah. to do i'm not mad at it i'm just disappointed man i guess i'm like way off from you guys because i'm going for jocks okay i had a lot of, like this is my brand of dumb i guess and i enjoyed dudes like blowing up from great little remote control cars richard I have lynch, problem with that. richard lynch just threatening people even if he never really does anything but just being slimy and bad guyish, and just bad fight choreography throughout. I don't know. 
I, I guess I was just in the right mood for something like this. Sure. That and in the beginning, I was like, all right, I think I'm in on this because this guy's just talking to himself while surveilling this thing. And then eventually just blows up a helicopter at the end and is like, all right, whatever. Another day. Yeah. Back I, to my pest control van. Yeah. And John Saxon, like being all full of gravitas in this in this thing where it's just like, I found you three losers and I'm going to make you winners, even though I'm not really going to do anything. They just, just be winners. Yeah. I'll be back in a day. Yeah. Here's some ninjas to beat the fuck out of you. All right. Now you're ready. You know, it's just, I don't know. I, I the best part about that is his little dumb light show while that's going on. <laughs> yeah. Like, the fuck are you doing, Johnson? Just, yeah, I mean, I mean, this is no rage, obviously. Oh, no. Like, like rage is like on a whole different level. And, you know, PM Entertainment in general, like a lot of their other stuff, it, like Hologram Man, come on, like whole other level of fun. But oh, yeah, people I guess died during those good. movies. I guess this one just hit me at the right the right time. Yeah. But I, I fully acknowledge it's not. It's not upper tier, that's for sure. But I still give it four jocks. I had fun with it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, uh, let's take a break, shall we? All right, welcome back. Hey, yeah. Second half, Bamcast. Hey. Half number two. Hey, hey. <laughs> All right, who's got stuff that's new-ish? Oh, uh, I watched something new-ish. Okay. Do I tell. watched a superhero movie. Uh oh. Spider-Man we... into the Spider Verse. Oh, okay, I was oh, going nice. to say we never talk about superhero movies. Nah, so let's do nah. this. Man, that movie's almost too much by the end, but in a good way. Like. I'm, I'm I'm telling you, only because it's been my experience. Like Scott Pilgrim, it's only getting better every time I watch it. Yeah, because I just I, wa- I was not prepared. <laughs> no, I mean that is a on a filmmaking level that movie is utterly unique and daring in ways that I'm like shocked they let them do that. But also like on, on a sheerly technical level, makes me realize like how much things have changed in 3d animation since I was doing it because Holy fuck. Some of the things they do in that movie, I'm just like that took that. Like you don't do that because they go, no, that's going to take months to actually do right. Where if you do it the other way, it'll take like a day Mm -hmm. and they're like, nah, fuck it. We're right. going absolutely nuts. And there's some stuff where I'm just like, I don't even know how you build this. Like, like I like I look at the models and I go, I don't know how you build this to do this thing that this movie does with it. Like, it's... Yeah. It, it <laughs> and, and not to mention, I mean, the story is is fantastic and, and actually works with everything they're trying to do with it. You know, like, it's... On paper, you're like, wait, there's a bunch of Spider-Men and like they, they all but it all works and it all has um, the weight and the hero's journey and all like everything that you're going to want in one of these movies is in there. But I can see why a lot of people were put off by some of the animation choices, especially early on. I could not get used to them using like 
a doubled blur thing in the foreground characters that made it look like you were watching like the 3D version without the glasses on. Oh, yeah. Characters in the foreground had that. And I kept going, It did this misrender, but is this intentional? But then, you know, it happened enough times. I was like, okay, this is intentional. They're doing it this way. But like, it took me a while to get used to that. But I love like the the uh the dot gain yeah the offset printing yeah. errors and things like that yeah. all of the stuff that they use to texture everything in that movie but mm-hmm. i liked that foreground sort of double blur thing because it's like what something looks in the foreground when you're like if you put your hand yeah. sort of in front of your face and look you know 10 feet ahead your mm-hmm. hand looks like it's sort of it's super double blurred i liked i really liked that um that was just one of those little little things that I mm-hmm. that I noticed and I thought was super charming. Mm-hmm. I like I like that the the soundtrack is pretty unique and awesome and, yes. and most of it. Some of it's not not great, but mm-hmm. um, the one there is one track on there. It's just a certified fucking banger, and it's in the movie for like three seconds. It's the yeah. one that I I don't know if it's supposed to be Genki, his roommate is listening to. Mm-hmm. When he walks in, but they never give him a name. His roommate, but yeah. But yeah, it's just like that song. If you listen to the actual song, it's like holy shit! Like this, this has no business being a fucking mm-hmm. kids Spider-Man movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that that like everybody said, that movie's fantastic. And I'm just like, it, it's still like it's it's one of those. I'm just I'm amazed that they were allowed to make all the choices they made, filmmaking wise, to you know to put that movie together. Yeah, I'm I'm glad it worked out too. I mean, yeah. that's the amazing thing too. Is I mean, to do like, yeah to 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 Roll do the, the double dice, frames like, thing yeah. like like that they let them do that i guess lego movie gave them a little leeway to do something like that which where it comes off as a slightly stiffer animation style but yeah and and everyone they cast is really good like you don't think about voice acting in terms of like actual acting but there are so many moments like the way like the way shamik Moore plays that character is that has to be so hard to play that that way in a booth mm-hmm. when you're not necessarily playing it off of anyone else. And just so many of the interactions and the naturalistic ways that he's delivering stuff is really, 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 really good. Yeah. yeah. And Brian Tyree Henry's really good too. I didn't like, even recognize him. I know. It's like, that's, he's so good in that too. Yeah. 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 I, I just, yeah. I, I plan to watch that many more times and I actually do regret not seeing that in 3d, even though, I don't know how that would play. Like, I think it it might be too frenetic to watch in 3D, yeah. but I still would like to have seen it in 3D just for so many of like the visuals that they have, sure. and like that la- the very end, like the you know the big battle at the end. There is so much going on that I I just I I don't know how they animated all of it. <laughs> is the is the only way I can put it. Like, just so many things that they do in that. I'm just like, how did you do this? Like how, mm-hmm. aside from hand drawing over it for every single frame, which is a nightmare on its own. But yeah, fantastic movie. Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to jump on other than it's related, so I will go ahead and talk about it. Um, just in my boredom slash kind of wanting to take this journey again, I I basically over the long weekend watched all of Phase One Marvel again. Oh God, mm. or MCU, oh, I should say. Um. I think I might have said something similar to this, but I, I feel like the more I'm coming back to it, I, I'm i feeling with more conviction 
I think the best action sequence in all of the Marvel movies is the first Avengers movie. Look, don't get me wrong. The moments in something like Endgame are there are certainly higher highs, but there is something to be said about the focused nature of like just watching six people wreck shit versus mm-hmm. like oh we have to give a little bit of time to twenty eight different people. Yeah, like there's something so focused and beautiful about the end of that movie that oh. I think is like it's the best thing in my opinion, all of Marvel. Like, I don't think movie as a whole, I just mean that sequence is more satisfying than any other ending they've ever done. Because mm-hmm. you're just, you're, it's your first, like, catastrophic event. You're Like I said, you're focusing on such a few amount of people, and I just think it works the best. Well, thing. and they also said it where it's the first time they all click together mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And yeah, actually I mean, start working as a team. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, it, it's weird. Like, I, I think, I think the phase one is probably... If it weren't for Iron Man two, I could I could almost definitively say it's my favorite section, just by and large, of all mm-hmm. of Marvel. Um, even though I think there are other movies that I really like in the other ones. I mean, Winter Soldier's amazing, Guardians, both Guardians movies, but like the fact that I have love for Thor, you know, helps mm-hmm. a lot because like um Incredible Hulk to a degree. I mean, Iron Man two and Incredible Hulk are your two weakest links there easily. Yeah. By by a long shot. And I keep I keep wavering on Iron Man two. I, I I still can't I can't figure out if it's a good movie or not. Like it's it's weird. Like last time I watched it, I was like, oh, it's not as bad as I remember. Now this time I'm like, it's not great. There's a lot of missed opportunities yeah. in it. I mean, that's a writer strike movie, right? Isn't was that it? one of those ones where they had to lock it? Maybe <sighs> I don't know. I'm I, not sure. I, I don't want to say I that. don't think so. Okay. I thought maybe that's. What I've that would have been like that 2010 era, I guess. Yeah, it was. It came out in 2010. Yeah, we actually did a spoil cast on it. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I just I, I keep flip flopping on my opinions of Iron Man too. I think it's because I keep seeing things like hot takes or whatever. You, I don't know, just opinion pieces on things, and and it's like, yeah, that I, as a as a introduction piece for a character that ultimately becomes you know pretty important. It's not a great way to introduce Black Widow. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, right. Yeah. I mean, I get yeah. I, I mean, I get it because like part of her powers, if you are, are, are her feminine wiles. But it's like there's a lot of gross shit in that movie. Mm-hmm. And then it's like it also doesn't do any favors because like it's making Iron Man look more gross. And I mean, in a way, like I feel like I feel like his actions that he does in Iron Man 2 towards uh, Natasha would be more apt from Iron Man 1. Like he hadn't mm-hmm. finished his journey into superhero but it's like by the second sequel it's like dude that kind of shit should be out of your system like you you basically have a relationship with pepper now like you know like this is it's just weird it feels like that movie like rewind like like well and i think a lot of people are bothered by it by because it basically takes demon in the bottle and makes it one scene in the movie which is kind of like one of those stories that a lot of people are like oh that's an important iron man story and does he, just, i mean when does, does he fight his drinking in that he gets drunk in that one scene and oh, then fights yeah, okay. with and it's like that scene is fucking atrocious. Yeah, that scene is bad stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, there, there, there's, there's good themes in it, and there's bad yeah. themes in it. Because like his, his, the thing that's saving him, also killing mm-hmm. him, like all that's really good. It's just and people, you know what? People just people don't like the whole Batman Returns thing, where you know, it's Sam Rockwell is the Max Shrek of that movie, where it's like he's the actual bad guy. And then the other one's doing all the more entertaining stuff, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it's just it it doesn't always work. And I usually love Sam Rock Sam Rockwell, but it's kind of like that one falls somewhat flat. He's overdoing it in that movie, and I never thought I would say that. 
Like, mm-hmm. I like Sam Rockwell just going for it. But in that movie, it just seems like he's shouting and screaming and trying to keep up with an unknown force. Mm-hmm. He's like, I must maintain the same acting level as someone who's not in this movie. It's the, like, I, I'm not sure. I, I, I forgive it only because, like, him doing his Stark Expo presentation, trying to yeah, top the, Tony Stark. Oh, yeah. There's it's, something great about the whole, like, so, copycat nature of It's him. so fucking good because, like, you know, he flies out of the fucking sky to ACDC, surrounded by dancers and all this shit, yeah. and then he comes out doing his Sam Rockwell dance, and everyone's just like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah. And then he, like, tries <laughs> to drop a joke, and, and it's just like, you hear, like, eh. <laughs> 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 he's like, all right, ready to roll it. It's, that, that scene is fucking brilliant in yeah. mm-hmm. juxtaposition to the first one, but... I don't know. Yeah. But also, there's there's the weird scene where he's in the hangar and he meets uh, Whiplash for the first time, you know, and it's like, it's like he has like bronzer on his hands. Like rewatch that scene. It's so weird. It's like he, he doesn't look particularly overly tan compared to normal Sam Rockwell. Right. But it looks like he has like bronzer all over his hands, like the palm of his hands. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Hmm. Like I was just like I noticed that because like it's, maybe that's it's, a weird character trait where he's just like I just want my palms tan. But, but like it's like it's like this all white, brightly lit hanger with a white tablecloth and everything, and it's just like, what's with your palms, dude? <laughs> like, I don't know. Just, anyway, I don't want to keep talking about those. It's just like I said, it's a, it's a thing I decided to do. I almost started phase two with Iron Man three because I fucking love Iron Man three, but I was like, no, good place to stop for now. Yeah, man. If it wasn't for Thor: The Dark World, phase two would be like. Phase two would be All really hits. solid. Yeah. Well, actually, in Age of Ultron. <laughs> I, Age of Ultron's super growing on me. It really yeah. is. Like, I've given more time. There's a few I need to rewatch, but that's a long journey to go down. Age of Ultron's yeah. worth, worth another look. Iron Man, I really want to rewatch only for, like, all the people that helped Tony along the way that I'd kind of forgotten about. You know, like, there, there was one post on Twitter about it, about the one guy who basically saves him in the cave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, how that dude basically saved the universe. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yep. So that's that stuff's cool. And I'd, I'd like to revisit that. But yeah, there's plenty of things I'd like to revisit at this man, point. Man, rewatching Iron Man 1 now. Fuck, there's so much shit that hit so much harder. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I mean, fuck, I don't know. I'm getting into spoiler territory mm-hmm. and I still don't want to be that guy. Even though it's yeah. at this point, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, yeah, if you've just been <laughs> off the Internet, like, yeah. But anyway, it just, must be nice to yeah, be in your world. Like, but yeah, I yeah. just like there's there's so many fucking callbacks that it's amazing. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what like, that's what started. I was like, I really need to watch this again now. Like, and then I was like, all right, let's go keep going. <laughs> I know how that feels. Yeah. Uh, I so while I've been sick, I I rewatched a bunch of just comfort food movies, but I did watch one movie for the first time. Uh, I watched Hot Rod for the first time. Hmm. Oh, you watched Hot Rod? I had never seen Hot Rod before. Oh wow. man, that's a, cool beans. That that has a special place in Bathcast yeah. history. Yeah. That well, was the movie we watched after we watched Wicker Man. That was, oh, that was back that, when we could like take an entire afternoon oh, sure, slash yeah. evening and yeah. watch a two and a half hour movie, podcast it for 14 hours, and then watch mm-hmm. another movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that movie is mostly great. I mean, I think Popstar is better. Um, I don't agree there. <clears throat> I really don't. Agree. But I mean, I think it's a it's a having when you having seen them thing. Yeah. I, okay. So I think there are there's a handful of scenes in Hot Rod that play like that fucking sketch on Saturday Night Live where they just keep shooting each other and falling down where it's just like... <laughs> like oh, God, that sketch is so good. I love that sketch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Really? <laughs> yeah, I just there. Uh, okay, this is what my brain did all throughout Hot Rod was like, like twenty minutes in, and they all like he like they ring the bell and they all just just start making the bell noise and it goes on for five minutes. I'm like, people are walking out of the theater right now, aren't they? Mm-hmm. People are leaving the like people are looking at each other like the fuck is this and leaving the theater. Um, there there are two or three moments like that in the film where I'm just like, man, I. Yeah, I get it. I get what you're doing, but this is like some Tim and Eric bullshit. Um, to me, Hot Rod is everything uh, Freddie Got Fingered wanted to be done absolutely right. Well, that may be true. I just mean it's, <laughs> it is it is, a, it is like almost like down to the wire because like, you know, um, what's his face might as well be uh, ripped torn. Yeah, you true. know, I mean, it's yeah. literally like it's like, hey, Wait, look, Ian McShane. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. I yes. was like, I was like, fucking guy from Deadwood. Fucking, what's his name? Uh-huh. Oh, no, Frank. <laughs> I'm gonna fix your heart so I can kick your. I don't know. Yeah. It's just like it's like Freddy got fingered. Well, but- I love how that escalates through the film because he's just like, I'm gonna save your life and then murder you. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, and and the scene where they're walking down the street is still just like oh riot, my god, the riot happening. Yes, yeah. yes. yes. that a- <laughs> that escalated. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. That, uh, that got out of hand. Or Bill Hader just called him like, hey, man, <laughs> can you take me to the hospital? <laughs> fucking shard in his face. <laughs> he says it's something. So good. He says something to the girl at the diner stand. Just Or no, he comes back. He's like, hey, man, you seen that bathroom? That bathroom's crazy. <laughs> it's like, it's just some bathroom at a fucking roadside diner. And that's how he comes back in. I just... There are so many little touches in the film that are really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just there are one or two things where I'm like, okay, guys, come on. Your your self-indulgence is really out of control at this bit. But, you know, I mean, like, I, I laughed at how ridiculous the cool bean scene kept getting. Yep. And then it was just like, man, there are some people who finally gave up at this point. We're just like, no, fuck this movie. And we are leaving. Fuck all yeah. these idiots. So, I don't know. I... Like I said, it's mostly great. So to dovetail off to that, I have to mention, because it, it's yet another thing Netflix uh, released and then went, good luck! Uh-huh. The unauthorized Bash Brothers thing that's the Lonely Island thing on Netflix. Mm. I, it's 30 minutes. Have you seen it? Go watch it fucking... I've watched it twice already. <laughs> Jeez. It's, it's great. I wanted to watch that the other day, but Pam didn't seem interested in it. I Twitter like went nuts about it for about nine minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I haven't heard a peep about it since. There, it's it's absolutely. Is it one of those one hour deals? No, it's a half an hour. Oh, really? Yeah, that's it. It's just half an hour. It's easy, breezy, okay. and stupid. It's absolutely stupid. It's like all these pretentious, like hair blowing in the breeze shots, and there's just there. It reaches this crescendo in the uh, pretentiousness of it that is just fucking glorious. Hmm. Like there's just one moment where I was like, all right, I I I surrender. This is the funniest goddamn thing. Well. I, I've spent some time on Netflix over the last week, mm-hmm. and I haven't watched them yet, but I did add two things to my list, thanks to Netflix showing them to me, Okay, being like, here are new things. Uh, one is, and I, I fucking don't remember the name of this one already, but it's like a it's like a kid's time travel movie, but it has like this dark... The one with Michael Ironside? No, no I know which one you're talking about. It's, it's like... It's like Teenagers build like a time they, machine. They act like yeah, the one they act like it's directed by Spike Lee, but it's not. Yeah, and it's yeah. like her, she, like she and her friend build a time machine, but then her brother gets shot by the cops. Yeah, and they make it their mission to go back in time to stop it from happening, but they keep fucking it up, and they have to do it like an infinite number of times. It's such a weird like, oh, this is a dark 
movie with a message, but also it's a fun time travel thing. Yeah. So I saw that trailer and was like, yeah, okay, maybe I should watch that. And then there's this other movie that just basically looks like Stranger Things, but an alien invasion. Uh, I think it's called Rim of the World, where uh, it's just like kids go to camp and while they're at camp, aliens invade and fuck everything up. It's directed by McG, which I don't know, but the trailer looked good enough to be like, yeah, I'm going to watch this as soon as I have a free moment. Well, McGee is always one of those guys where it was like, I never, I, people I think want to hate him because his name's fucking McGee, but that's a I feel like thing. Yeah, he's he's okay. Like yes. I mean, like he like Brett Ratner's bad. Yeah. McGee is like serviceable. Like okay. he can direct a movie and bring it in a budget, and sometimes it will be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Brett, mm-hmm. Brett Ratner's like, a, oh, this is most likely gonna suck. Kind of sign. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. I I really hate the second Charlie's Angels movie, but I I stupidly like the first one. I it's my kind of brand of stupid. I, I think the first one is mostly fine. The second one is just awful. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, those those are two things that are on Netflix that okay. Caught are they, my are eye. they both like Netflix original things? Yes. Like only only place you can get them? Okay, yes. Okay. And one replaced the other as like the the debut like you log into Netflix and that's the trailer. So okay. like I'm glad I added the first thing to my list because whatever it is, I've already forgotten the name of it. Yeah. I keep wanting to call it clock stoppers, which that's not what it is. I just I mean there's so many it's so weird. Like I follow Lonely Island stuff. Like I follow my, I had no idea this thing was gonna be a thing and all of a sudden it was like, hey it's on YouTube. Go watch it now. And I was yeah. just like but I like I literally follow you on like YouTube and stuff, and yeah, like later that day they were like, "Hey, here's like a song or two from the thing to let you be aware of it." But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's so weird, stealth dropping these things. I mean, maybe some people knew ahead of time, but I, I didn't for sure. It, yeah, I, the chat says it's called "See You Yesterday," which is what it's called. Okay, so. it looks interesting. I'll I'll report back. report back later. Yeah. Okay. I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, I could I could watch that. It, it's weird how many Netflix uh, productions are like subtle sci-fi. Like, it, it just seems like this, there's this new wave of like, it's mostly just a normal movie, but there's a tinge of sci-fi in it. We're not going to go crazy with like special effects or anything, but it's like, it's not really just a straight drama. Like, Netflix doesn't seem to have much interest in making just a straight drama or a straight comedy. It's always like, it's a gimmick like from here's a comedy troupe thing or another goddamn Adam Sandler thing or, you know, or it's a, a sly sci-fi movie of some kind. So I don't know. I mean, I, sci-fi mo- channel isn't making sci-fi movies anymore. So nope. someone's got to. So you dig around on your phone over there. Do we have some correspondence we need to look sure. at? Yeah, we do. OK, yeah, we got a few. All right. <laughs> Chuck looks. He's yeah, like, wait, perplexed. what? I didn't sign we up for correspondence. We, 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 we I'm dying. We haven't shown him in a while. Here. Don't I've, worry. I've, I've, <laughs> I'll make it quick. I'm over it. Oh, okay. Oh, you're finally healed. I'm healed, yeah. yeah. Okay. I laughed out my bronchitis. Yeah, good. Perfection. Yeah, good, because our first email is from Eric Ray. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Says, the king. Is this one's uh, called Weird Enough to Consider. Mm. Hey, team. Eric here. Just finished watching Time Under Fire. It doesn't come with the same recommendation level that I gave to Monolith. Seriously, you guys need to watch Monolith, but it's weird enough to consider. Start with Subcommander Jeff Fahey and politician Brian Cranston. Then add John Connor, Jeff Fahey, and Emperor Palpatine Brian Cranston. Complete with Robo Jeff Fahey and Terminator Brian Cranston. 
mixed with Bermuda Triangle time travel, undersea submarine battles, an army of clones, the music from Stargate, and flashback after flashback after flashback. Flashback slow down the beginning, but it's pretty entertaining in a weird way. There's a forbidden keyword on IMDb, but I think it's only threatened or happens off screen, at least in the edited for YouTube version that I watched. I also happened to watch Split Second recently. That was Rutger Hauer fighting Venom and needing bigger guns. What a terrible name for a great flick. Anyway, thanks for doing your thing. Except for my Kmart S4000 Pong home console. Eric, P.S. Seriously, watch Monolith. What was the name of the movie he was suggesting? We'll just look up Jeff Time Fahey. Under Fire. Oh, time Under Fire. Starring Jeff Fahey and Brian Cranston. I was going to say, you probably want to like look at Brian Cranston. Sounds like there were six Jeff Fahey's and seven Robo Brian Robo Jeff Fahey. Terminator Jeff Fahey. Yeah. What year is this movie? 1997. Oh. Mm. Had Malcolm in the Middle even started at that point? I don't think so. I don't. They believe it had. So it's super young Brian Cranston. Huh? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a Roger Corman joint. Yeah. Mm. He'd been in a couple of Roger Corman movies. Yeah. And we watched, man, Split Second. That was what, episode 26, I think? That was one of those weird things that I'm pretty sure I saw in a theater somehow and just stuck in my craw for many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saw that in the video store days. If there's a good transfer out there, I would watch that again. What, split second? Yeah. Are these all transfers are bad, huh? I just, you know, if there was like a, a shiny new transfer of it. I would... Shiny new. Okay. Monolith and Time Under Fire. Yeah. We'll, we will consider these things. Mm-hmm. We'll consider them. Uh, we also got an email from Adam who said, Guys. The passage where Keanu and Common have that quiet gunfight is near the World Trade Center Memorial in the Financial District in Manhattan, near my office. When I first visited, it was around the time that scene was filmed, and there were no video screens, stores, or colored lighting, so it looked like pretty much what you see in the movie. Huh. Adam, P.S. Bamcast High School football rules. And he sends a picture of that very cool-looking terminal thing. Oh. Okay. And I believe he also sent a picture of the Continental, because <laughs> he was right oh, outside right. of it. Yeah. Yep. Man, living in New York, you get to see all those John Wicky places. Wiki, 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 wiki. Yes. John Wicky. The website that That's tells nothing, you all man. about John Wick. It's really just a big list of the people that he's killed yes. at this point. It's a big list. You mm-hmm. see cooler stuff going just going to Atlanta once a year. Like, oh, that's where they shot that scene and baby Not driver. for long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I got to get him in good now and Fuck you, George. never again. Also, we got a random YouTube comment. I flagged that because it was a rare positive comment. Yeah, it's like a positive. Uh, Somehow our Surviving the Game one keeps getting like, I don't know how people keep picking up that Surviving the Game video. Because they're looking for the movie. Well, like it it was dormant for a long time. It's true. All of a sudden people are back. So maybe they maybe it's it's been on cable or something lately. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Space Wolf Riff Free or Die said, which is a good name, uh, said, for the record, this is actually the greatest movie of all time. Mason is an original <laughs> real bad motherfucker. That said, these BMS pun game is top notch. Lol. So thanks, Space Wolf. Riff or die. Riff free or die. Riff free or die. Riff. Riff, riff free, free. Okay. or die. Riff. Space Wolf. Space Wolf. You sure he didn't misspell Space yiff? No. Yiff free uh, or die. Yiff free. Oh no. Yeah. All right. Uh, last email here. It's from Michael from Munich. Who says a force movie for force month? Heyo. Hey. Despite being too late to recommend something for force month, I will do so anyway. The movie is Force: Colon Five. 
It's Robert Klaus kind of ripping off his own movie, Enter the Dragon, and mixing it with something akin to the A-Team. Some badass motherfuckers team up and kick some ass. Compared to Enter the Dragon, it's crap. But then again, it's colorful and silly, has decent action, and occasionally is straight up ridiculous in the right way. In short, a delight. Also, would like a shirt if you have a size medium. Peace out, Michael from Munich. Boy, I need to get on that. Well, Michael, mm-hmm. we yeah. might have some good news for you. Yeah, Force Majeure is over. Terribly yeah, sorry. Did you guys like Force Majeure? Yeah, Force Majeure was okay. Was I mean, it, was okay? Kind of, it was kind of unavoidable. I think. <laughs> I think on balance, we did we did pretty well. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, I mean, it's sad it's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, too bad. But, but, but what, what are you guys thinking about doing? Force Majune. <laughs> I like it. Let's do it. Good, because yep. we are. <laughs> Another month of Force movies. All right. Yes. And I'll take a look at Force 5 and see if that yes. should fall on the list, because like the other eight movies all have Sam Jones in them. <laughs> oh, no. So we'll see. But yeah. Sam June. Any more Richard Lynch? <laughs> Any more Richard Lynch forcing? Probably. Dick forcing Lynch. his way into the month? Yes. I like it. Force Majune. Majune. <laughs> Majune. He's off Force Majune. Uh, it's the dumbest thing. But whatever. Force movies are all right. <laughs> yeah. We've done dumber. We, we've, had a, we've, got, we've had a good ratio lately. Yeah. I bet you guys can't wait till the 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just gave that away. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> You blew it all up. Wait, was that a thing? We were actually doing that? No. But we could. We can't now. We yeah. do no, it. No, no. Just edit that out. Nobody watches watch this yeah. live stream. These people, these people are <laughs> cool people. We get like 50 they're, views a live stream. You never know. They're not going to tell everybody. Yeah, no. they will. 47 people are going to snitch. People will go out and record their first of July thing right now. And then, So-and-so reacts to the BFCast live stream. What? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I would like for us to be getting that level of notice. I would like it for about a week. That we would get reaction videos. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, it's probably people just screaming at their, you know, screaming at their monitors in their basement. Mm -hmm. Do people still do reaction videos? Oh, Oh, unfortunately, yes. I guess I guess I've algorithmed myself away from those. I, oh, yeah. I, I just never, electronics I and never see and any chemistry it's for everything. I end up like looking. I'm just looking for a thing like, oh, that new trailer hit. And it's like, where's the trailer? I just scroll through like so and so reacts to such and such. Fucko 420 reacts to Godzilla trailer. Eh. Well, I don't think I do as much exploring YouTube as you guys do. It's not exploring. I don't get... It's just typing in Godzilla trailer and it's. Yeah. It's Are y'all searching the... on YouTube or yeah. on? Oh, see, I search on the Googles oh. first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I try good. to I try to accurize my results. Yeah, accurize. Is that the weather service? <laughs> That's AccuWeather, you numpty. All right. <laughs> Those are the disposable contacts, I think. Yeah. Oh, right. Accurize. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. So anyway, if people want to react to us. <laughs> Via email or phone call. How yeah. can they do that? They could uh, send us an email to bmf at bmfcast.com or give us a call on the Garfield phone, 9105-JOX-BMF or 9105569263. Or if they want to get in touch with us on any of the, on any of the other socials, they can go to bmfcast.com. 
and there's a there are a bunch of buttons on the right hand side that will take you everywhere that they want to go. Take them everywhere they want to. Go. Everywhere the buttons want you to go, yes. it will take you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> also, uh, don't forget our Patreon, patreon.com slash bmfcast. That is how we make our money, uh, what little we make uh, to keep everything going and to uh, buy us fancy cars and swanky suits. And if you tune in the live stream, you'll see all the wonderful things that we've bought for ourselves, like um, literally nothing. <laughs> A couple more of these movies mics we've talked into. Have more movies chairs, that we give away. Movies. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. movies. Uh, check out our eBay site. I th- believe there's a link on the website. Um, we will yes. put up movies from time to time, and all of our proceeds go to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Not a single dollar of anything that we make on eBay goes uh, back into our pockets. It all goes to uh, to the kids, because Bamcast for the kids. 100%. Uh, and also... Uh, check out the Discord. Pop in the Discord. Uh, click the button. Go to the set up a little account and hang out with us and chat while we're bored dur- during the workday, trying to avoid getting uh, our jobs done and all that. Uh, we got a bunch of channels. We got spoiler channels and channels for weebs and politics channel, video games, wrestling, anything you like. Pets. There's a channel for it. If you don't like the channels we have, we're kind of generous with our channels. We're like, here, let's see. You guys talk about shit over here, too. Yeah. I think that was more to keep some stuff we didn't care about out of the main channel. Yeah. Well, maybe, but it also, it provides a, like, a focused discussion area. Sure. It's like a forum, only more free form. But we mm-hmm. also, like, as channels go, uh, there are plenty of discords with way more. Oh, yeah. That are way hard to keep up with. They have we have a-, a good selection of channels. You should check them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Check out The Jam Zone. <laughs> That's got music in it. It does. I don't and know why that was so funny. Fruits. Yes. <laughs> Mixed with sugar and gelatin. Mm-hmm. No, no, gelatin. That'd be jelly. Mm. Yeah. It's oh. got to be jam because jelly don't shake like that. Mm-hmm. If we're done with the uh, <laughs> preserves talk and stuff, mm. shall we get out of here? Yes. I'm Arlo. I'm Aki. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out.